Is your savings just sitting there? Well, put it to work. A premium online savings account from PenFed earns way more than the national average, so you can get your savings working on earning you a vacation, or a new kitchen, or that fancy exercise mirror. Apply at PenFed.org savings. Premium online savings account holders must agree to electronic delivery of account opening disclosures and monthly statements. $5 minimum required to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Well, hey guys, how are, th- how are you? How are ye? This is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. It's a beautiful day here again. Oh, I turned on again. What an idiot. Oh my god. Yep, I'm the sound engineer and the host of the Keys Bartender podcast. If you can't tell, right? See, this guy's never gonna get a fucking break, is he? Or he's not gonna give us a break. Depending on what you talk about. So we, it looks like season has kicked off. It was a Monday night last night, and we were uh, hopping along like a weekend. Yep, I worked a, a double. It was kind of slow in the daytime. Uh, nothing really interesting happened, uh, other than meeting some wonderful people and uh, eating some great food. But uh, as the night went on, it got going to say it was incredible no it was it was interesting so we had the regular uh, crew in last night uh, of our uh, I won't mention their names but uh, we had some of them in and we had a decent happy hour and just kept on building up building up building up and it's such a weird nuanced feeling when you're thinking you're waiting for I guess it's like akin to the Plains Indians tribes waiting for the buffalo, signs of the buffalo herds coming through. Because that's what, I mean, that's what we're waiting for. We need to be, need these uh, seasonal uh, push to come in. And I know we're in the midst of COVID. We got to, it's, it's, and and I know it's, it's such a weird feeling for me and say, Jim, you're a hypocrite because you work in the industry. That's one of the reasons why it's still going. But what am I going to do? I got to, I got to make money for my family. And people say, well, you could just go, go and get another job. Well, it's kind of hard to get another job in the middle of a COVID economy, right? So I'm making do and doing my best with. Uh, Preventative measure, measures, wearing masks when we can. I know they're gonna. People are sitting at the bar. They're not wearing masks. What are you gonna do? How are you gonna drink without a mask and stuff like that? It's just like we're playing. We're we're playing at trying to prevent it, but we're doing our best. So when people walk in, we try to reduce the exposure. For if you're going to walk through the restaurant, put your mask on so you're not. If you're one of those asymptomatic people. Spreading that, but they're down here. You see families down here. It's late January, so there's no really uh, vestiges of a Christmas break, and no no uh, leftover holiday until February. You got President's Day and 
obviously Valentine's Day. You know, we talk about, we're always going to talk about Valentine's Day, how important that is. But when we start getting to visitors, that's when we start getting into some interesting questions. The locals, they're acclimated to the responses. You ever see, if you watch football, uh, especially uh, on uh, some of these teams where they have uh, a really tight game plan, but not necessarily good at execution. But they have the quarterbacks have these wrist bands, these wrist bands that have um, cheat sheets on them with play calling. So the guys don't have to remember like 20 different plays. So they just call in and say, hey, we want, we, we want you to go to number 14. 14, maybe there's uh, numbers, and I don't know how they necessarily how they do it, but you see a plastic guard on someone's uh, quarterback's arm and they're calling the plays using this cheat sheet that's attached to their arm. And I wish I had one of those. You know, I guess I could do that. I'm going to try that sometime. And so when someone asked, and last night was there was one person and the gentleman walked in from the hotel across the street and he he had a beer and had him say, hey, listen, you can't bring any liquor from outside or, or any alcoholic beverages. So I, t- I said, you can finish it outside or, or give it to me, right? So the guy gave me the can and I, I threw it away. And he got, I mean, the one thing I wasn't ready for, because he looked kind of sharp, he said to me, do you serve food here? And to the left and right, literally, to try to figure about five, six feet to his right, there was a gentleman eating, and he was looking down, straight down one side of the bar, and there was at least three other people eating, and he asked me if we serve food here, and I said, well, uh, I said, uh, you know what, we recently added food to a, a list of all he had a slew of them, so many of them I couldn't even think about it. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the standard. Is your food good here? I mean, that's that's a gimme. That's sometimes that's just great. But the the poor guy, he was just falling into it. And I apologized to him somewhat, saying, "Listen, we're just feeding you these lines. It's like someone sent you in here, and they told you make sure." walk in, you ask them, do they serve food here? But make sure you're, you know, in the vicinity and among, amongst people that are eating. And, uh, you know, half the people are eating at any one time in the bar area. Forget about if you walk into the, I mean, there's tables in other rooms. Now, he walked, and, and then I kind of waved my hand in front of his eyes. Maybe I, I didn't want to um, insult person who was visually impaired and smell impaired because I mean you, you can smell the food there's food all around him but I thought oh well he just walked through there was bar tables I can't say you walk in the bar if you just looked at the bar and there was no one eating and stuff like that oh do you serve food here and then to the left and right on these big blackboards that we have at the catch and maybe I'll post a bunch of pictures if I can just give you a, a guided tour Maybe I'll give you a guy, do a guided tour on. I'll post it on the Keys Bartender page. They recently 
increase the size of our outdoor patio. So now instead of having six tables, we have nine, ten, where you can sit like 40 people, 40, 50 people outside, which is nice, you know, for people who have, for their druthers, like they'd rather, I'd rather sit outside, especially since the weather's so nice, you know, 70 degrees, 72 degrees last night, temperate, not windy, and people get beat. So this guy walked by and immediately to his left, there's like two extra rooms and all they are are low tables. You know, at the low tables, there are people go there, and they're sitting in that other room. I'd have to say 95% of the people are, or 98% of the people are eating. You could, obviously, you can walk in and sit at a table and just have a couple drinks. There's no problem with that. You have people come in for meetings and stuff. We're always welcome. We have people that are business people that come in, and they have their uh, laptops, and they work there. They're good customers. You know, they come in, they use the Wi-Fi, and they work there. We don't have a problem with it. Just like Starbucks, right? And some people, you know, sometimes they have a couple of drinks. I, I can't imagine after a couple of hours that they're working very effective. People can, I can imagine a boss going, you know, I got your report at 2 o'clock p.m. And I really understood what you were talking about, about the sales report that you gave me. But at 6.30 p.m., and that's right at the end of our happy hour, coincides with, I didn't really understand. You started talking about your sister-in-law, uh, that your dog shit all over the ca- the new couch you got. It didn't sound like uh, it was pertinent to the sales report that you were giving us on medical equipment. So yeah, yeah, drinking while using Wi-Fi. It's not like Starbucks where people may get all hyped up and they say, "Oh, you know, they're typing a mile a minute." So we had that gentleman there and he was he had walked over and I was after talking to him and the questions kept on coming and coming and coming and I thought oh this guy after the second beer because you don't know right away whether someone some people have different cadences how they speak what they say I mean it turned out the guy was a tech guy he ran a 911 system for a county in one of the southern states down here. I don't want to say his name or anything like that because it's only effective. And he, after the second beer, I said, wow, I'm only going to give him one more if he, if he doesn't eat. And he did eat. And it took him a, about two hours to eat, ten weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two hours to eat, ten weeks. And towards the end of the night, I had decided already, I said, I'm going to drop this guy off. I do not want him crossing the highway. Because if you listen to a previous episode, you will find out that over the last week, we've had in the upper keys within six miles of one. And we're only, remember, we only have 70,000 residents over 120 miles of highway. Right? And that's sparse. And I know we have a lot of tourist traffic and stuff like that. But we've had recently had four deaths. Deaths in about a week four deaths on in our section the upper keys and one of the uh, two of the accidents were pedestrian accidents and within two miles of each other 
people crossing the road or standing near alongside the road or something like that. So I had made the decision. I'm saying, oh, I'm gonna listen. When you're leaving, I'm gonna drop you off at your motel across the street. We're gonna get in the car and I'm gonna drive you across. And uh, it's a selfish reason I did it. The selfish reason was uh, I wasn't trying to steal the guy's money or doing anything like that or anything more nefarious. I just wanted to get the guy home safe, and it was selfish because it would make me feel comfortable. I know. People say, oh, that's so nice of you and stuff like that. Well, I do it because I realize if I didn't do it and something happened to him, that I would feel like shit. And that's why I call it selfish. People say, well, that's something you say. It's a nice person to do it. Well, I mean, call it what you will. But that was my motivation. So the guy asked several more questions, and we've all heard these questions before. But then later on, and this will tie into we are approaching Valentine's Day is about a little under three weeks. So, guys, you got to get your thinking caps on. Girls, too. You know, it's, it's getting more, there's more equity when it comes to Valentine's Day. We got to start thinking. You get, you get, you got to get yourself in the motivated. You got to think like you're, I'm not going to say quarry, like you're beloved or your intended beloved. And you want to be able to express it by the gifts that you're going to purchase for them. Yes, it's always a good idea if someone likes, if they ever like flowers, flowers are good to put in the mix, are great to put in the mix. But the deeper the relationship, the more understanding you're going to, and I have to take this to heart to myself. I have to get something for um, my uh, beloveds, my beloveds. Oh my God, beloveds, beloveds. So I have my uh, Abby, uh, my daughter, I and you know it's funny. I still think about my my dog Roxy. Uh, I mean, I got to do something for her. I got to get her something. Something's not even though I realize I'm not anthropomorphizing. I I realize that Roxy doesn't realize what Valentine's Day is. Yes, I am aware of that, but. Another selfish reason, I do not want to feel guilty about not getting anything for her. Now, but I got to remember, there's an order of, I got to get something for Abby, and I have to get something for Sky. Okay, so we got that beginning of the Valentine's Day. Maybe we'll come back, circle around, like a big circle, logic circle, coming back to the beginning. Okay, I've recently, we've had some two, uh, a couple couple. I was going to say two people, but they are a couple. Well, I refer to them as two people. If they're, they are individuals, but they're a couple. They come in, and I think they're in the late 20s, early 30s. Uh, I, I mentioned the woman first because she's a gorgeous blonde, pretty eyes. She comes in, just really nice, and really nice, and friendly. And her, I'm not homophobic, so I would say very handsome boyfriend, and a real, seemed like a really great guy, and they're so relaxed together, you know, they're comfortable, and uh, they come in, and they have a drink or two, they're not sloppy, they don't, you know, they, I mean, I imagine they may do shots every so often, she, she works, she's a bartender at another restaurant, he's a fisherman, I mean, he's a different type of looking fisherman. He just he has a deep tan and all that stuff, but he's clean shaven. 
using most of the fishermen down here that you see they have those um, big big beards big thick beards which uh, I mean it's, I guess it serves some kind of purpose for that or maybe it's more of an aesthetic you want to look at look the part but there could be a logical reason for that or may, maybe more aesthetic but this guy is clean shaven and he doesn't necessarily look the part other than having a deep tan a deep tan and uh, and as I said I told you this one down there beautiful beautiful blind and they're they're sweethearts they're very nice well over the course of the weekend it was Sunday night so last night was Monday the previous night the the blonde came in by herself and she's oh so like I said you already know what she looks like she's a very very beautiful girl but she's also very nice and friendly and um, and not in a friendly way where you call coming on though you know I guess some guys construe if someone's civil to them an attractive woman is civil to them that they may consider it to come on but she's just very friendly in a non um, come hither way you know so she comes and sits down now you heard about the guy I, uh, that the bartender had to drive home yesterday even though he wasn't driving bartender thought he wasn't going to make it back and I'm tr still trying to talk about the third person and then I'm going to go back to the first person with the whole conversation but okay so he's there and there's another guy there and since this girl she um, also owns a bar but she doesn't work in the bar that she owns interesting but I'm sure there's reasons for that I mean I'm sure she she does that now so I guess if you're working for some places when you're working it's harder to get tipped at the establishment you own and it's better to work someplace else in order to receive tips and when you're an attractive woman you may get really great tips but you know as the owner of the bar you may feel I think she might feel like yeah I'm the owner so my recourse should be to probably go and work someplace else get tips and I also earn income from the other place kind of makes sense right and I'm sure she spent time there. so they come in they normally come in within a half hour an hour and she was there about that time about a, an hour and a half before closing not super late on a, it was around 8 o'clock 8 30 and there one guy was there for a while he was closer to maybe a couple years younger than me and then there was a younger guy closer to her age but this guy always kinds of feels the, the one the bartender had to drive home he always is a little lit he's a little lit when he comes in so he was asking everyone you want a shot you want a shot you want a shot and he kept on asking this girl you want a shot and these other guys I mean they come in it was a moth to a flame and luckily there weren't a bunch of it there wasn't horrible horrible but 
you know, when they come in and, and an unescorted woman comes in and she's attractive, you, you have a tendency for some guys to act as if they've never been in a bar. Yes, that people can come into a bar and enjoy a drink without being harassed. Say, Jim, it's not all harassment if you're going to go and just, that's my gig. I go over and ask a girl that's like walk over and start talking to her and stuff. Like, yeah, 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 I guess I, I can see it. I've done it. I've said hello. But I, I don't even recognize what tactic I would do. I would probably, if there were, if it was from afar and they're, they're, you know, 20, 30 feet between us and stuff like that. Unless there was some connection going on, if there was some trying attempt to get attention, I would do that. I know. Hey, Jim, how do you ever how do you ever get laid using that tactic? Well, I mean, I've, I've I, when I was younger, when I was in college and all that, I've done the thing where I walked up to girls unsolicited and try to talk to him. And I realized that I did not enjoy the rejection experience. But over time, when I got into my later 20s and things like that, I would notice nonverbal cues that not just, you know, if the, I look at, um, if I saw a woman, she recognized, she saw me and there was a note of some attention. Okay. Then I go into the next one. Is she showing other people attention? Is that something she does all the time? Okay. They do that. Then I realize I'm not, you know, they could be playing this field. I've seen women come in and it is, uh, and it's sad for guys too. What do you guys think they're, you know, in their 20s? And they're just a, hey, I just showed up, look at me, stuff like that. But no, the guys are in their 50s, you know, late 50s, 40s or something like that. And they're not at their premium. And uh, I've seen women come in, they're all dialed up and stuff like that, but they're my age now. And they're wearing the clothes and stuff like that. I, they just, I distinctly remember two women coming in last year into the catch. And they were looking for guys to buy them drinks. Now, I know that was a thing years ago. I know that was a thing years ago. And I could tell these women in their heyday were primo. And among their age group, if they were in the villages, which is a senior living community, this is the largest senior living community in Florida, maybe even the United States, that they would have probably bought their drinks. But there were still, there were a lot of, 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 of people there and they weren't showing them a lot of attention because there were other women. And that's a sad focus. You know, you've seen, we've seen that theme in, in movies where uh, there a woman is, let's say, I hate to put a number on things, but you have a six or a seven, some even a five in a place where there's not a lot of women, right? On a scale of 1 to 10. You, you have a 5 cent place where there's no women. They feel like they're queen. 
And it's an, I, I imagine it's a nice feeling. I've, I've been there myself when you're around a bunch of guys and they're kind of slobs and stuff like that, and you're not the slob. Sometimes you have to defend yourself against the guys that are slobs because they get kind of jealous because, you know, you recently showered, you decided to keep your clothes clean and brush your teeth and comb your hair and speak intelligibly. Uh, intelligibly. Oh, that's so funny. I couldn't say intelligibly. I'm still having a problem saying I am not drinking. I just had that. I am not that smooth. So when you walk into a place and you're obviously in that area, you might be considered the, and I'm going to use the restaurant name, the catch of the group. And you've seen it in uh, two movies. I saw it in A Beautiful Mind and this A Beautiful Mind, which was about a famous mathematician who was kind of, I don't know, if he probably was on the spectrum, right? Guy, uh, Russell Crowe played the role. And then you have that uh, Owen Wilson Jason Sudeikis movie Hall Pass where uh, in, in the, the chaos theory which was in A Beautiful Mind Russell Crowe's character ended up becoming uh, he was a doctoral student I think at the time and he's out with fellow doctoral students that are all competing for a, you know, a prized uh, fellowship but they're hanging out having beers and there's a group of women. And Russell Crowe, they, the guys all talk about, hey, you should go over and talk to these women. And, and that one, there was one particular woman, a beautiful blonde. And Russell Crowe gained the whole thing out. And that's how he came up. They put it in the context that how he came up with the chaos. Uh, or one of the ways he came out with the chaos theory mathematics and, and decoding and all that stuff or whatever and he, he just visualized it in a off frame montage I don't know if it's a montage or something they use it you know a cinematic device to show that all these guys um, would be approaching the blonde and ignoring their friends right so there's always like there's always an alpha in the group much like a wolf pack, right? And there's the new kid. Uh, there's okay, so you have the alpha, and you have a, like a when a an eight shows up with a group of fives, and then the fives are treated unless they're friends. Now there's girls that hang out with their friends and stuff, and they don't. I'm not suggesting that they do all do it by design and stuff like that, but you know, there's always a asymmetric attraction quotient among a group of people unless you have these things the girls that say rarely you ever see two nines together right and there's very few tens I've met some tens but that has I've met some tens but they have for me a ten has to have a personality they can't they can't I mean a good personality there's also you know you can have a shitty personality and stuff like that but he has a, a ten move a woman or I mean I imagine it works for a guy from a 9 to a 10 you got to have their personality you could yeah you could say they're all looks and stuff like that and you have the physical attributes of a, a 10 but that personality knocks them back down to a 9 no it doesn't knock them to a 5 well if they were like a fucking 
Charlie Manson or Hitler or, or John Wayne Gacy. Yes, that would probably knock him down. But, oh, yeah, he's super handsome. But, you know, eventually he's going to try to get you home and give you a cocktail that has some drugs in it. And then he's going to skin you and try to make a suit out of you. But otherwise, he looks so good. Look at that hair. He may make a lampshade or a suit out of you. But, oh, my God, he has such dreamy eyes. You know, you could tell some women have low expectations for that stuff because they write to him in prison, right? It's a prison pen pal. So, uh, to get to make the long story short, pretty pack and stuff like this, this girl lives here and she knows people when they're working. She sees people before. I guess she told them. Uh, this is very, uh, she's, a lot of people know her because, oh, why would you know a beautiful woman here, right? Now, on myself, I realize I am who I am. I'm not a five. I'm not a ten. Okay? I'm an older man. And my, you know, for some people, my personality is an enhancement to my looks. Some, to some people, that is a detraction. So some people that, when they when they like my personality, see me see me as super, uh, you know, as a very good-looking guy, right? If they don't like me, they go, huh, he's not what fucking, he's old, he's a loser, you know? They can, people do these, these things identifying, and I understand calling someone a 9 and a 10. That's, <coughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's relativism. But this poor girl. I'm sorry for the coughing fit. Poor girl. I wonder what it's like to go out there. We talked about celebrity before. I mean, the uh, Pitbull, I don't know if he still has a property. I'm pretty sure he still has a property. It would have been news that he sold his property. He has a property in North Key Largo. Uh, celebrity and a beautiful woman or a handsome guy. It's just like uh, not so much a handsome guy. Girls aren't as aggressive uh, in most instances until they get drunk, you know. Then, then everyone knows they're pretty aggressive. And guys, even more so. So she goes out just to have enjoy a drink. Say hi. I'm trying to talk to her. Say hi. I'm talking. You know, I'm talking to her. You know, and I do. I, I try to be even-handed. So when this 70-year-old bass player comes in, Jimmy, that I know, I don't ignore him when a beautiful young 25-year-old girl comes in. I'll pay attention to her. And I have to acknowledge it's a beautiful 25-year-old and say, oh, you know, you know like that, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to follow her feet. What do you, what do I think? Even if I was single, what do I think is going to happen? How creepy is that? Yes. I, reali I realize there's a creepiness factor and stuff like that. And I try to be and I enjoy it. I enjoy playing the role of the uh, Dutch uncle. Meaning, I want to be friendly. I'm, uh, I want to be familiar with people and stuff like that. And I want to enjoy it. Every time there's a group of people coming there, if they're, they're receptive, if they want the sage advice of an older bartender, I will give it. Sometimes there's people that are completely oblivious to you. 
they they don't want to interact with you they want it their sole purpose for coming into it is to come and have drinks order food get some information gone they don't want connection with you which is fine and you I don't I, I don't take it personally right and other people may call that person a douchebag or an asshole or a dickhead or a fuckhole I wouldn't do that that's just the way they choose their life and you know it's sometimes it's a sad life right because I don't want I don't want any additional connections I don't want to have any friendly feelings with additional people I just I'm just going to do my thing or and, and sometimes it's a unique situation to that day they may not be having a good day and you just go okay that's it I'm just gonna go and do my thing and then serve you and stuff I'm not gonna don't take I don't take it personally that's the same way as a, a, when a beautiful girl walks in a bar, she'd be handed you. Unless, you know, you can say, hello, how are you? When you come in, that's great. That's perfectly fine. Oh, aren't you? And you go, aren't you lovely? Aren't you attractive? Now, aren't you fucking hot? You know? I, I was funny because they came in last night, the couple. Now, the, the blind came in for appointment last night. And we remarked about how the guys were, like, and there weren't a lot of guys at and stuff. And uh, two of the guys, there were two guys sitting at a table. And she looked over. And she goes, hey, how you guys doing? And stuff. Are you, and I never saw the guys before. Because are you guys following me? Now, she works at a place about eight miles south. And she goes, oh, you guys follow me? And she's laughing. Well, I'm thinking, and because she probably says, I like hanging out at the catch that they may have and I may be reading too much in it they may have decided to go to the catch in hopes of seeing her and buying but she ended up coming with her boyfriend you know and sadly I don't know what people guys think sometimes when a guy is with a girl we talked about this before make the assumption that don't assume that they're not together they have to tell you they're not Right? Don't be rude. It's the height of ignorance. I do have tremendous disrespect for people to try to inject themselves into other people's relationships. Now, if you have offering information, if the person is, let's say they're in real estate or uh, any, any type of business, but let's say real estate, and you're tr trying to find properties without an interior motive, let's say, ulterior then that makes sense. But if you're trying to inject yourself into their relationship and stuff like that, it's just you know, rid ridiculous and stuff like that. And if the girl or the girl's receptive to that, then you should be leery of trying to establish a long-term relationship. And if you, you know, with that person, you would allow that to happen. So we had that display over the weekend. And since we are rolling around the Valentine's and stuff like that, there are ways of meeting people going to discuss that further on in, in the next upcoming ones. Okay, well, I'm going to tie this up and put this one in your box. Bam! Yes. We um, are still, we are looking for sponsors. I am I'm actively uh, contacting people, even though I found out recently that my numbers very well are probably hired, and uh, my numbers are good. 
but I think they're higher than they than they were. As time goes on, with 379 episodes, I think it's 379 today, uh, they um, we are far-reaching. We have a nice 40 percent South Florida, uh, South and Central Florida listenership with a concentration, let's say 25 percent to 30 percent Florida Keys, and then uh, spreading on up through Miami and uh, areas surrounding that, and then different places in the United States and the world that are somewhat interested in the Florida Keys, but they probably aren't. I'm, I'm like the pretty girl, they might be interested in it. Who knows? Who knows? But if you are a potential sponsor, this is a great way to reach people you've never had the opportunity to reach. Obviously, when they can, uh, you, you can listen um, once, let's say we do your commercial, within the show, within the show, let's say I'm going to promote, promote Ajax butt plugs, right? The best butt plugs in the world. Well, that commercial, I th- Ajax butt plugs, will exist inside this episode in perpetuity. So, <coughs> the, let's say, 1,000 or 2,000 people that are listening to this episode in the next month, well, it's not over after that. When someone, three months, four months down the line, when you have more people listening, people, they go to back episodes and listen to that. And they hear your commercial again. Now, you don't see people going back and say, hey, listen, I want to see, let's go back to um, the old show for um, Jeopardy, not Jeopardy, uh, Wheel of Fortune, the commercial inside of it. No, there's no commercial inside of that. Or sponsorship things and action news it's it's over there's no you you they, if they didn't watch that commercial then or recorded when they watch come home at night 11 o'clock at night they're not going to see your commercial a lot of times they're going to fast forward to it right people fast forward through commercials they walk away to use the bathroom so when i try to do it try to make it entertaining and stuff like that i think it would be special so suited if you're a sponsor for our resort things, I can make it entertaining. We talk about it, things you could go and do. It's informative and unique, and it's not hacky. So I am uh, going to go. Uh, we're going to start hitting resort snacks, uh, bars, restaurants, liquor companies. Uh, I was—I almost said travel agencies. Are there travel agencies? And, you know, if there are, should be advertising because people need to go hear about them. Um, cruise ships. That'll be, oh my God. I can't wait till that happens. Cruise ships. That's going to be a resource for once this is over, I want to go on a cruise again. I love going on a cruise. I, don't, I love getting on a di- having dinner and stuff like that. I used to enjoy drinking some of the drinking things. But uh, stopping at ports, ports of calls and going, taking, going out there for like five, six hours and coming back side and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. I still enjoy doing that stuff, even though I'm not drinking. That's just the way it is. But I understand that people like to drink. If you do like the show, please share it. 
share with your friends. Let's expand the base. Let's expand it. Let's make grow. Let's enhance it. Like much like extends. Let's make our numbers of stiffen up and rise. There's a lot of innuendo in that, right? And if you have any questions for me, please contact me at Jim at KeithBartender.com. My phone number's there. Also, you can give me a call if you go to www.keithbartender.com follow us on Facebook Twitter and even Instagram I'm going to figure out the Instagram thing a little better uh, not I know how it works but I want to put like audio excerpt so people can hear things and get a little taste a little just a tip you know you heard that thing just that you, the game you used to play in college called just a tip I'm just going to put a tip on it you know so I'm not guys understand it. I think a lot of you girls understand it. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back uh, maybe even later today uh, on the, with a guest. I will talk to you later. Take care. God bless. Until next time.